0: So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. while well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... Uh, A dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word, My Two Cents. is spelled numerically, dollar sign, zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. What's up y'all, it's your man Ernest, you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast, and, well let me just start off with this, Uh, let me just start off, I ain't got no announcements or anything, Um, let's talk about the King Richard hate, Um, King Richard being the movie about the father of Venus and Serena Williams. Venus and Serena Williams being the two most, the the best, if not, well, I'm not even going to say if not, I'm going to say the best tennis players in the history of this damn world, if you ask me, or the United States, if you, if you, if you think other people are better, you're, you're fine to feel that way. But yeah, pretty much this is a this is a movie about their father uh, it was executive produced by both venus and serena williams therefore this is not just some um, some some random person who 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 you know thought this would be a great story although there wouldn't be anything wrong with that had it been just a random director a random uh executive producer and that decided this would be a great story because this is definitely is a great story now this is not a movie review i know i did a movie review (laughs) about um the eternals last week and for those who are you like i thought you stopped doing movie reviews listen to last week's episode you'll be caught up on the whoop-dee-woo and all that stuff um this is not a movie review of king richard though um and for full transparency, I haven't seen it yet. I do plan on seeing it, watching it. I just haven't seen it yet because I've been so busy. And that's something I touched upon last week as well. Uh, so, again, check out last week's episode if you want to know what's up. But I've just been too busy to sit down and actually watch movies. The downtimes that I've had when I'm not busy doing work, personal work, actually working work and, you know, school work and things of that nature... I'm taking to play video games that's just what it is so yeah I could have watched the movie and i and i and I will, but as far as you know just a review or whatever i don't know if i'm gonna do one here I don't know if like I stated last week um for those who didn't listen <laughs> i'm not gonna do every i'm not gonna review every single movie on here um uh, it would just be a thing to where... If I feel like I got something to say about it and it's pertaining to like social commentary and things of that nature, then yeah, I will talk about it here. But it's not going to be every damn day or every episode, every time I watch a movie, you're going to hear my review and my thoughts on it. You're just going to have to follow me on Twitter, which I'll most likely share most of my thoughts and tweets about it anyways. Or you can just ask me on social media So always willing, that always loving uh willing and and love having conversations about movies tv shows just in general so yeah but we're here to talk about the hate like i said the hate that this movie got um and i think it's obvious as to why this movie got so much flack um when had this been a story about any other had it been a story about a white man let me put it that way Um, And you could have kept the two black sisters, or you could have replaced the two black sisters with two white sisters, or had this been a movie about a white man, if King Richard, if Richard Williams was a white man, right? the, The white feminists wouldn't have a problem with this. The black feminists who are just misandrist really wouldn't have a problem with this. Everybody who has a problem with this film would not be critiquing this film, the film that they did not see. It's obvious who did and didn't see the film, other than people like myself who said we didn't see it. You don't see me critiquing it. You don't see me praising it. All I'm saying is that I know the story of it. I know the story behind King Richard or just Richard Williams and his influence on his daughters, Venus and Serena Williams, because... That's been a story if you've been following the Williams sisters for long enough you've known this you, you've known about their story if you've read books if you've read if you watched the various documentaries let's be clear there's various documentaries specifically about Venus and Serena or simply just Venus or simply Serena but there's various documentaries that's for all you folks who claim to care. Oh, I just want a story about the sisters. I just want a story about the women. I don't really care about the men in their life. Literally, uh, the, rec- the most recent documentary about uh, the Williams sisters. I believe Venus. This was either Venus or both of them. But this was back in 2018. That's the most recent story about them. These are two women who are still getting the shine that they deserve. So cut the shit. It's got nothing to do with your supposed love of women and the achievements. and No, it's got everything to do with how a black man is being portrayed. People can be, oh, you're you going there. I could be upset about it all you want. I mean, it's obvious, like I stated, and that's kind of why I'm. A little, I was like, you know what? A lot of people. This is one of those situations where I saw a lot of people who was critiquing those who was hating the film was already doing the speaking for me. So I almost did not want to talk about this, but then I'm like, you know what? Um, I'm I'm going to say it anyways, because I feel like if I even if I do set end up saying something, that. Maybe you, as the listener, haven't heard before, or haven't read, or have heard before and have read before. At least you know where I stand on a situation. Even if I am saying something you already heard someone else say, right? And these are my thoughts. Just because they're similar, or they might be the is the same exact things that I'm saying that others have said. That that does not mean that i am you know taking their thoughts or whatever because obviously i don't even know who these people if you've heard me say some of the things or you heard some of the things that you're going to hear me say you've already heard me say within these seven minutes right now of me talking about this this situation if you've already heard that point of view from someone else i don't know who that someone else is that's number one and even if you do say well So-and-so said this, right? And I do know who so-and-so is. It just so happens that me and -and so-and-so agreed on it. But these are my thoughts. This is how I feel. You're listening to the Ernest Thoughts Podcast, not the so-and-so Thoughts Podcast. So, keep that in mind. As I stated, I don't know how much more I can say other than this is the obvious. Here's what I wanted to touch on. I mentioned white feminism, it's again just white feminists, again, who, who will mask their racism with feminism. Nowadays, and even back then, it's kind of hard to tell the difference. Feminism probably just means female Nazis at the, at the end of the day. That's why I call them feminazis. You're just a female Nazi. It's 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 there's really you you see a black man being portrayed a certain way you claim no it has nothing to do with his race it has everything to do with his gender and how we feel women should be portrayed and everything but this is clearly a story about him specifically because there's already stories about the daughters also this was executive produced by vote both once again Venus and Serena Williams also Richard Williams is not in good health right now and the Williams sisters wanted to make a film they wanted to put the film out before he died so he can see he so he can see the film there's very sentimental and personal and just deep reasons for why this film was made deeper than oh he's a man and we want to make a movie about a man overshadowing women because that's not the reason at all but you ask these white feminists they'll say that is the reason but the ultimate reason and we know the ultimate reason the underlining reason is black men being praised black men being portrayed in a specific light we don't like that we can't have that because if people and movies do this a lot of movies have a really big effect media in general has a really we know this talk about this a lot movies have uh you know effect on people if more people saw a black father be this way toward the williams sisters what's gonna what's gonna stop other black men other people to, to 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 look at the look at richard williams and say wow he went through all of this and his daughters achieved so much because of this, right what's the what's what's stopping other black- like i said black men from from wanting to step up to the plate to make sure that their ch- children are great, that they achieve things that they love their life, they love what they're doing with their themselves what's stopping if you if you watch this film and you you might there might be women, black women who get inspired to say, you know what? I want to have a father like that in my child's life. Someone who's going to be active, someone who's going to sacrifice, someone who is going to, you know, endure pain for the love of his daughters, the love of his family. Yeah, the feminazis don't want that. They don't want that for black men. They don't want that for the black household. They want to continue on using black women and dividing uh, with the whole racial divide between black men and black women. They want to continue to destroy the black family unit, the family unit in general, and they ultimately want to take the place of white men or they at least want to uh, have the white men Excuse me, I thought I was going <laughs> to... And I did sneeze, and I ain't cutting that out. God bless me. But they want to eventually either take the place from white men, or they want to be seated next to the white men in control. The patriarchy. the You know, the patriarchy they claim to be against. Yeah. All that BS, right? So that's what it is at the end of the day. And I know someone is probably going to try to comment and say, Oh, well, he is... I'm not supporting a movie from a deadbeat father. And maybe some of y'all listening, you're like, What do you mean he's a deadbeat father? He's in the life of uh, Venus and Serena. What are you talking about? Look what he did. Let me shine some light for everybody. Richard Williams is a man. Like many other men out there. Like many other people out there. Who is a flawed individual. Who has a past. Who has made decisions that not everybody is going to agree with. That's a human being. What am I saying? Richard Williams has other kids. I believe he has all daughters by the way. It's not just Venus and Serena Williams. I think he has other children... um, I think I know for a fact he has other children uh, outside of, you know, the the kids that he had with... I forget uh, the... Venus and Serena's mother's name. But he had children outside of them. Um, And... I don't know the reason as to why he decided he didn't want to do anything with that family that he created before he created you know the the family that he is most famously known for now maybe it was a situation and i and i'm pretty sure a lot of people doing a critique and don't know either maybe it's a situation to where he tried to be in those those uh kids lives and the mother was making his life a living hell and ultimately he decided it's not worth it I'm moving the hell on maybe things wasn't really you know tight with him and the baby mother and having children is not going to change things and it did not change things maybe I don't know and that's the the actual thing I don't know Again, I'm not saying that I agree with the decision to just say, you know what, forget these other kids. Even if he doesn't, I'm not saying he had to stick around and like the mom absolutely now. I am not for sticking around people, whether you have kids or not. I am not for sticking around in any type of relationship, but especially if you have kids with somebody. That does not mean you gotta still stick with the the woman or man simply because you have a you 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 made a baby with this person, you made babies with this individual. If the relationship is not there, it's not there. But yes. Be there for the children still. You don't have to have a love or relationship with the mother or the father. But be there for the children still. But like I was saying... this it, I think in the film... Again, I didn't see it. So that's what I'm saying I'm thinking. Because unlike you people... I don't just make... Oh, I know what this movie is about. I know what this is about. I know... Without av- having to watch. I'm not going to do no stupid shit like that. It's like the same people who are making comments about um you know the Dave's last special, Dave Chappelle's last special. And there were people proudly like, "Yeah, I didn't watch it, but I know he said something offensive, so I'm mad." <laughs> no, you, you everything you say, you're saying right now is invalid until you watch the the documentary. Everything that you say does not matter. Even if your opinions about it still don't matter. But at least they have—you, you have a—you, you. There's a good reason for why you have your opinions because you watch what you watch, and your opinion was whatever your opinion was based off of what you watched. But at least you watched it. If you got a strong opinion about this movie, whether it's a positive or a negative one, and you did not watch it, watch the damn movie. What I'm talking about here isn't the movie. Once again, I want to see it, but that's as strong as my opinion is going to go right now that I really want to see it. And when I have the downtime, I will watch it. But that's it. You're not going to get anything else pertaining to the movie specifically. I'm talking about the backlash that it got and the reasons behind it. Now this is stuff I do know. Because this is stuff I saw. So I'm speaking about it. See how that shit work? You see something, you say something. You don't see something, you, you can't say something. You can't say, you can't speak on a thing you did not see. You know? This is not a this is not a promotion of snitching. All I'm, I'm talking about seeing as in like actually seeing a movie or a show or people do some stupid shit. Not in the way of a criminal doing a uh, criminal act or whatever, right? This is not one eight hundred Crime Stoppers ti commercial ads and shit, right? But anyways, as I was saying before, this hatred for the film for King Richard and we saw it die down quick because, and I want to see these again. But I stopped myself. Okay. But we saw it die down quicker than I really thought. Because I thought this thing was going to be drugged out to be honest with you. It did not last longer than probably a few days. Maybe two, three days. I want to say about two though. But I'll give it a maximum of three. But it didn't last very long. Everybody, and that's the crazy thing. Everybody came down on this woman who tweeted that dumb shit. And everybody came down on the weirdos that was backing her. And of course, you had the faceless weirdos online who are afraid to show their face. This, they, they talk all this shit and are afraid to show their face. <laughs> Bless me. That's what deposits are for. And no, I'm not sick of anything. It's just this place really needs a good de-dusting and cleaning. If you ask me. I got to get on that. See, I got stuff to do. I got to clean. I got to do all this other. So when I have downtime, yes, I'm going to watch this film. And then you will hear my thoughts on the film. You know, or see my thoughts on the film. Right, but we know where the hate comes from and I was just glad to see that it didn't last for as long as it did I don't know if the woman is trying to take back I don't want anybody to take back what they said I want them to live with the words that they said I want what I really want most from this is the exposure of feminism, white feminism especially what I really want people to learn from this situation is to understand that people are not perfect and to the same people that are expecting perfection from a black man who voted for joe biden come on come on let's let's not play the moral game let's not play he's a deadbeat father game and I'm not saying Joe Biden's a deadbeat, but dead, Joe Biden is damn sure not the perfect person and damn sure not the perfect father. I mean, look at the achievements that Williams, you don't even got to look at the achievements. Just look at the Williams sisters and look at Hunter Biden. Yeah, I'm comparing kids. Meanwhile, Hunter grew up a lot richer than the Williams sisters. Hell, he probably still has a lot more money than the Williams sisters. Maybe both of them combined still don't have, or at least have just as much, much, much money, but combined, not separately, but combined, Venus and Serena have maybe a little less or about the same amount of money as Hunter Biden does. Hunter Biden has zero talent. Hunter Biden, well, maybe doing drugs and... I don't know. I don't know if you consider snorting coke and and still not ODing yet. <laughs> a talent. But the man has no talent. He just has white privilege. He just has a father who will criminalize everybody's... Everything that Hunter Biden has done... Joe Biden wants to look, lock your kid up for but doesn't necessarily believe his kid should be locked up for. I'm not going to go in on that wasn't a topic of discussion. The point was, you're over here look saying, well, Richard Williams wasn't the perfect father and he should not be praised and this part of his life should, should not be ignored okay keep that same energy for everybody else you voted for a man who clearly isn't a perfect man clearly is doesn't have a perfect past doesn't even have a perfect present and you were able to overlook that and vote for the dude you don't have you don't hear allegations of rape from multiple women about King Richard you do about Joe Biden You don't have allegations or just video clips of him just being a creepy pedophile and shit from Richard Williams. You do about Joe Biden though. All that was swept under the rug and you overlooked that to vote for him in the White House. Richard Williams is just a man who coached his daughters to be the best that they can be. So you're holding him to a standard that you're not holding a president of the United States. Gee, I wonder why. I don't wonder why. I know why. I ain't got much else to say. I was I was, I was, was glad to see that this lily white bitch got the backlash that she did got. I was glad to see that this backlash, it, it didn't go... It did not ruin the film. Um... I don't know about numbers and things of that nature. I'm not really one that care about bot's office numbers and shit. But all I'm saying is, I when I say it didn't ruin the film, it didn't stop it from coming out. You know, it didn't do what uh, happened with, what's his name, Nat Turner? Oh, Nat, is it Nat Parker or Nat Turner? That guy, right? The guy who had the, rape allegations from the white women back in college right apparently uh, allegedly right and and that uh, he made the film about about Nat Turner but I believe his name is Nat something Uh, either or that ruined those allegations ruined that film the success and I want to say the success of himself as well because it seemed as though he was next up That's just my opinion. But I'm glad to see that this white feminist her actions did not ruin it. I know her and the other white feminists and the misandrists out there, the black male haters. I know they 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 they're they're hot right now. They mad well they was mad when this situation happened right when the the dirt they tried to throw on King Richard's name did not and it just kept getting dusted off by us by the Williams sisters and that's another thing y'all was going on and saying dumb shit like oh it's it's just another movie centering a man over a woman's success This movie was again executive produced by both venus and serena williams are you saying that they are (laughs) committing an act of 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 toxic masculinity on themselves by centering their father (laughs) like this is the shit and this is what i was saying before people don't watch the films people don't look into shit you can google all this information People will rather stay willfully ignorant to prove a fucking... Not to prove a point, because they can't prove it. But to make a point to have some... To push an agenda. It's wild and it's dumb. And I could go on and on about that. But I'm trying to... Save some time. Because the last topic, I feel as though it might be a lengthy one. And I got other stuff to do here. So... I'm gonna end it off right here. We gonna get into a... uh, commercial break and then you're going to hear the next topic stay tuned all right so next topic here um i'm gonna say it's a quick one but again you never know with me at least uh i'm here to talk about the verdict for the i won't say the Ahmad arbery case but the case involving his murder, right? You know, uh, and all three of the cave dwellers involved in this situation were found guilty. Guilty of all charges. I believe they're serving the maximum length of prison time. All three of them. Um, yeah. Before I get into my thoughts on that, I want to say, fuck Tulsi Gabbard. I know there's probably going to be people are like, oh, Tulsi said this, and you said that was your girl, and last year this, that, and the third, and the year before. That was last year, nigga. That was the year before, nigga. That was before she showed who the hell she is. People can change their mind. There's changing your mind, and there's flip-flopping. Tulsi Gabbard flip-flops. And she has exposed herself to be a flip-flopping ass. Another flip-flopping politician. I can admit that I was wrong about her. Just like I can admit I was wrong about a lot of these politicians. Wrong in the sense that I was praising them. when When they first got on the scene. Or at least when I first got wind of them. Because of what I saw. And then they did what others tend to do kowtow play games or or just downright expose them for who they are but i'm saying fuck tulsi gabber now fuck her because now she is playing the role of the soft conservative right that's what she's doing she wants to be the soft conservative where she is teetering this line of i'm not far right But I do want to appease to those people now because I can't appease to the left because I don't want to be of the left. And I don't want to be, you know, in the center. I'm getting no attention at all. Therefore, I have to be, you know, I'm I'm appeasing to the soft right. That's what I'm saying. How does she relate to this situation? She claims that America is not a racist country anymore simply because of this uh, verdict. Ah, Ahmaud Arbery, the a black man, got justice. One example. And I said this last week. Either that or the week before. But I remember saying this recently. How for every one situation. It was last week. For every one situation where a black person actually gets justice, white people love to say, well, well, you know, things aren't bad for black folks here in America anymore. Because look at this one situation that happens. That's still a rarity that happens every couple years or decade or so. Right. But look at this one situation. They love to say that shit. That's pretty much what she said about this Amara Arbery situation. She was saying some other goofy shit, I believe, prior to... Uh, this as Well, she was talking about the... the the uh, Situation I talked about last week with Cal uh, Rittenhouse. Now, she was saying some goofy shit. I knew what she was on... But it wasn't too far off like it was with this. She pretty much said, Hey, if you ran up, as I said last week, and I still mean it, if you run up on a motherfucker with a gun and they shoot you, you run up on them, it's self defense. But she didn't go as far as I did. You want to listen to what I said? The further I went last week. Go ahead and listen. I'm not going to give away too many of my thoughts. Y'all still got to listen to that episode if you have it. But she didn't go as far as she should have. That's right. I'm saying she should have went as far as I did. She did. And in this, in, in this situation, when she's talking about Omar Arbery, she is far off. Way far off. I don't want her. I don't want any other white person listening to this. I don't want anybody, period. Why did not? To listen to see what happened and say, well, black people need to shut up and stop crying about injustices done to them in America now. Because, look, these white guys didn't get off. As I stated last week, I will say this part, but you are still going to have to listen to last week's episode for those gyms. But as I stated last week, when people make comments like that, it's it's it, I I hear... All I hear is you saying, these white men were supposed to get off for doing this because that's the that's the underlining law of the land. White men or white people in general can get away with doing this shit. the laws that are clear that are supposed to be for everybody, white people can get away with it. Black people especially can't get away with it. But if said law was broken and a black life was taken because of the said law, broken law, the white people are especially supposed to get away with it. That's all y'all y'all y- y- motherfuckers really saying when y'all say some goofy shit like that. So... You're not fooling me. You're not none of that shit. But as I stated before, fuck Tulsa Gabbard down. I don't fuck with politicians. You know, even the ones that may may look like they about uh uh they about shit, they eventually turn and they show they really ain't about shit. They 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 turn to to show who they really are. It's politics now sadly and that's something that I still have to come to grips with now that that is over with let's talk about my thoughts on the verdict Um I will say justice was served but that does not mean I believe in a justice system a broken clock is twice is is twice right a day. That's what I was about to say. <laughs> a bloke, uh, bloke a bloken. A bloken bloke is twice right a day, y'all. But no, a broken clock is right twice a day. This was one of the times the justice system clock was actually right. It's gonna be wrong. It's going to continue to be wrong. Hell, it was just wrong last week. (laughs) What are y'all talking about? The fuck is y'all talking about? Only thing I said Kyle Rittenhouse was excusable for was defending himself. But he defended himself with an illegal firearm in a a city, in a state, where people his age are not even allowed to have a firearm. So he still broke some laws. some laws that he should have he he should have been punished for but he wasn't so that means the system was wrong and everybody always talking about changing laws changing laws yeah certain laws need to be changed a lot of laws need to be changed but laws aren't just simply being followed they're arbitrary We've seen this judicial system be arbitrary to the point where laws clearly don't matter. Hell, last week, again, Kyle Rittenhouse. That was literally a situation where it was like, yeah, we know he broke all three of these laws. Well, at least two out of the three. But we don't care. He's a white man, so let him go. <laughs> and as I've stated last weekend. Previous episodes before. I couldn't get away with that shit. Another black man couldn't get away with that shit. A black woman couldn't get away with that shit. Hell. There was a. There was a situation. Of a. A black man. Who apparently did the same thing in Kenosha. He didn't get the benefit of the doubt. Hell. The black man who. Who dropped. Kicked. Cal Rittenhouse, he's being charged with assault. He's in prison right now. The drop kick wasn't powerful enough to kill Cal Rittenhouse. Obviously, Cal Rittenhouse is still alive. He didn't kill anybody. He being the black man, he didn't kill anybody, but he's the one locked up. So clearly, the system. It's still very, very, very flawed. It's still very, very, very biased toward white men, especially, but the white race. So I don't want to hear anybody else saying things like, oh, this one situation means it's a just system. I say justice was served because finally something happened. Now, I'm not going to get a, get on like his father and be on some All Lives Matter type shit. Because where was All Lives Matter protesting when Ahmaud Arbery was murdered? Where were they at? They were at the BLM protest saying, hey, All Lives Matter. They weren't going alongside with people screaming Black Lives Matter and saying, yeah, we believe All Lives Matter, therefore we're going to be siding with you because Ahmaud Arbery's life mattered. But we're not saying it because he's black. We're saying it because he's one of the All Lives no, what they were doing was combating it. So I ain't surprised, but uh, that's that's just something I had to get off my chest. But as I stated before, I do believe justice was served simply because of what happened to the people who murdered him. They're, I mean, judicial justice. If we're talking street justice, they would have been murdered themselves. And I'm just going to keep it a buck. That's... That's what I mean. But as far as justice according to the law, according to what the United States claims, they're all about, it was served this time. But as I said moments ago, a bloking clock is what? What I say? Some I forgot what I said. A broken clock is right twice a day, right? I believe I was like a broken clock is twice right a day. Yeah, that's what I said. But no, in no, all seriousness, a broken clock is tw- is right twice a day. This is this is nothing to write home about. This is something to celebrate because again. These men, it, maybe it's going to look at, it's going to, maybe, I'm saying maybe because I don't know, but maybe it's going to, this situation is going to put fear into, no it's not. Let me not even go and waste my time and waste your time saying that. It's not going to put fear in white men or white vigilante motherfuckers like these fools. Into thinking that they can get away with some shit. And nah it's not. It's not going to make them say. Or can't get away with it. Therefore they're not going to do it. Nah you're still going to have situations. People are just going to do what people always do. Th- they think they're not next. In every situation. You know the drug dealer who sees the other drug dealers getting busted. And they continue doing it. Because they don't think they're nuts. They don't think it will happen to them. You know? The person who is stealing from the stores, who sees the other people being caught stealing from stores, and they keep stealing, they don't stop because they think, oh, it's not me. It's something that person did that got themselves caught up. I'm doing all the right things to not get myself caught up. So the same situation or same mentality is definitely going to happen with more racist motherfuckers. They they see what happened with these three cave dwellers and they're going to say they fucked up because their are dumbasses recording themselves on video doing it. I'm not going to record myself or at least I'm going to have the camera... You know, I don't know, but they fucked up, right? That's, that's the mentality they have. Oh, they fucked up. I'm not going to screw up like them. Therefore, I'm going to continue doing these things because I'm not going to get caught. Sometimes people are right when they have that mindset, right in the sense that not right to have that mindset, but right in the sense that they don't get caught maybe it is the actions of other people who are doing the same damn thing that they do they they di- they're doing but they did something differently to get caught and the individual who's looking at them and you're like ha hey, sucks to be you sucker maybe they're doing something different to not get caught this is not to encourage anybody to do shit Obviously, but I gotta say that because motherfuckers are stupid and they'll just take anything and everything at it at this point. But yeah, in my opinion, justice was served. This is not once again me saying that I have one hundred percent trust in the judicial system. Hell, not even one percent. It's still fuck it. The system still needs to be reformed. But as I said before, a broken clock is right twice a day. At least twice a day. Nothing more. But it can be less. Depending on how broken that clock is. And the American judicial system is a really broken clock. I mean decimated. But. To those who look at it and. Benefit from it being as broken as it is; it's working perfectly fine. To them, they're saying the saying, "If it ain't broke, don't fix it," and that's why you have so many people unwilling to fix this broken clock because it works in their favor. That's all I got to say about that. I'll hit y'all with another ad and. Well, we'll get into a break, and then we'll do the last topic. Stay tuned. Sign up for my email list in the description box below, and also get free consoling services. What is a consoling services? Well, you think of a counseling service where you would pay for a counselor, and you can tell them your problems, and, you know, they'll send some advice back to you or whatever. Well, I'm doing something A little bit similar but I'm not a licensed counselor you know which is why it's free so you go down the description box below you can book yourself an appointment either a 30-minute appointment where you just want to get things off your chest your mind and vent you can do that for 30 minutes or you can book a 90-minute appointment and the 90-minute appointments are where you can get things off your chest but also get some advice from me and my opinions and words of encouragement as well. So if this sounds like something that you, are, you would like to do, hit the description box below. And once again, please sign up for my email list. Because that's how you'll get news on other things that I'm doing in regarding to this podcast. Regarding to the other things that I do outside of this podcast as well. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Alright, back with the last topic and since Thanksgiving has passed um, I just thought, and I always forget this every year but I do remember saying at least one of the either last year or so I wanted to, around Thanksgiving time I wanted to do a you know, what I'm thankful for type of episode uh, whether it be one dedicated to it or just a segment. I know this is uploaded the Monday after Thanksgiving, but you, I, I'm using the excuse of it's never too late to be thankful, or it's never too early. So, aha, gotcha there. Anyways, I have 21 reasons for why I am thankful. Um, this was kind of done purposely, but also I was just. I think things just hit me literally the moment I wrote down this list. So it wasn't like I thought long and hard about it, but there's a reason for why I have all 21. So without further ado, let's get into it. Number one on the list. Uh, oh yeah, this is not from importance to whatever. Number one is just the first thing that came to mind and so on and so forth. Right? Anyways, number one on this list is the blessings God has given me this year. I ain't gonna say this year is perfect 2021 to me was is kind of a and i still and we still have time so shit could turn around there's some great that's happened this year there's some good that's happened this year but to me it wasn't as great or good as i wanted it to be now i know people are gonna be like well no year isn't if you are you know someone who might be a perfectionist or whatever right if you're expecting that I get that but I felt as though I could have done a lot more I could have done a lot better this year also and I'm kind of afraid for this the first half of this year was just a straight up blur for me I don't remember much about the first half of this year that kind of scares me to be honest with you it scares me because I just turned 30 and I'm like I hope I'm not losing my mind but I do remember most of this year I remember shit going on now obviously but I don't know maybe because I just wasn't really I was just simply existing but yeah the first couple months I won't even say the first half but maybe the first couple months kind of the first half of this year I don't really remember what the fuck I was doing but the blessings As in me being in this, you know, new city, this new place, things are not perfect. But I think that I am in a testing ground right now. Um and the simple fact of the matter is the things I'm being blessed with are things that I work toward getting or I've passed certain tests and therefore my reward are these things, and I'm grateful for those things. I'm grateful for the hell, the testing ground. Although I, as much as I hate test, I'm grateful to even be considered someone to be tested, uh, because I feel as though, hopefully, this is not me sounding arrogant, but I feel as though when God tests somebody, it's because god knows that they are capable of passing the test they are capable for whatever blessing that's going to come from passing said test they they're deserving of it they're capable of it but he wants to test to see if you're ready for it and then that's why the tests keep going keep 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 happening i could go on and on and on about that probably in a future episode but for now I'm going to leave it as the blessings God has blessed me with this year. Number two, I'm thankful for myself. I know people going to say arrogant or whatever you may be thinking, but I think a lot of people need to be thankful for their good qualities, their great qualities, the qualities that they have. And they're not, they don't change because the world is an ugly place, right? people around them are you know negative and they're they're debbie downers and such but you you're you're still remaining yourself you're still remaining optimistic about your life your future the world in at large right um or you're just somebody who you're thankful for this this one is what i'm really talking about but you're someone who's really thankful for yourself because of who you are just the type of individual that you are you know you might not think you're super special or you're better than everybody but you do think you you are thankful for just you being you in a world where everybody feels as though they gotta put on their front they gotta put on an act to be or they have to be a certain way you are saying no? I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to be me, and that's why I say I'm thankful for myself because that's the mindset that goes through my head. If if not every single day, well, I won't say every it goes through my head every day, because um, it's something that just I do naturally. But I. And more cognizant of let me just do me and be me when I'm amongst other people. You know, especially people that I might not really be feeling on the vibe level, right? Vibrational-wise, I'm not really with it. With it. You know? And I'm like, you know what? I'm still gonna remain myself in this moment because it's already bad enough. The vibes ain't really. <laughs> ain't really, you know, to the standard that I would hope for them to be. Number three, I am thankful for the spiritual guides in my life. Now, the spiritual guides, um, whether it be people of the human form or the people of the non-physical form, all right? I'm thankful for all of them. I honestly would not be me if it wasn't for the spiritual guides of my life. Both, again, physical and non-physical guides. I I I'd feel as though I'd be lost still. I'd be still lost. Um, I'd be suicidal again. You know, uh, I'd be just dangerously depressive dangerously suicidal um and i don't think i'd be someone who can say i i'm thankful for myself had it not been the guidance from my spiritual guides you know and i wouldn't be shit without them i'm just gonna put it that way i just would not be shit without them i know maybe the spiritual guides in and in, in, in the non-physical realm are like no you have you to think not us but i honestly am gonna say without my spiritual guides both physical and non-physical guides i don't think i'd be anything without them that's just me um number four i'm grateful for loved ones um this is different from the previous one because this is all about the people that i love so these this this is physical only physical people that i love whether it be family whether it be friends whether it be you know just people that I connect with in general i'm grateful for them uh thankful for them thankful grateful whatever uh same thing i guess but thankful for them because uh They make me feel... They make me realize... I mean, it sounds cliche, but I'm thankful for loved ones because they make me feel loved. Even in moments when I feel as though that I don't necessarily deserve it, they continue loving me, you know? And... I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that that is something that... I, I... i can't really explain it's like one of those things where it's like you still love me and i'm not this way or i'm i feel as though i'm unlovable right now or whatever um but these people still have this love for me or you know they they still love me and it's 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 the same way i i feel as though it's, i'm the same way with them or they they feel the same way when it's like he still loves me or he's st- i feel like i'm this unlovable individual Um, or I'm having these moments where it's, it will be hard to be loved yet. He's still showing me love. He still loves me and stuff. So I think it's one of those situations, but yeah, do I really need to further explain what I mean by I'm thankful for loved ones though? I mean, maybe some people would like an explanation, but I think that's one of those self-explanatory things. And I feel as though I tried my best to explain it. Um, this next one here might hurt some feelings but i don't give a damn i would, i want to expound on this in the future i will do so both in writing and in discussion but the men in my life i am thankful for the men in my life again that's going to be a controversial one not to say that i am not thankful for the women in my life as well um but i specifically wrote this for a reason a reason i don't want to share now because again i do want to discuss about it in the future so just you're just gonna have to hold your horses you know um number six i have i am thankful for second plus chances I've, i say second plus i got it written down that second plus chances because i feel as though i've gotten a lot more than just two tries when it came to certain opportunities just certain opportunities not everything but certain opportunities i've gotten more than just two tries um one can say well, that's due to God. I wouldn't blame you at all if you're like, uh, I w- I'm not gonna say, oh, it's not God, it's, it's whoever it is that's still allowing me, whether it be God, Spirit, the universe, or whatever you want to call it, whoever is saying, yeah, you messed up this first time, you messed up the second time, you messed up this third, fourth, fifth, sixth time, but you're still getting another chance to redeem yourself, you're still getting another chance. To be the best you. I'm grateful. I'm thankful for those. Those uh, chances. Whoever is giving them to me. Because again. There are times where I'm looking back. And I'm like. It's amazing how I am still. Allowed to even have this chance. At you know. Furthering my education. Or doing this and doing that. And all this other stuff. When I'm like. I feel as though I've taken things, a lot of things for granted, therefore, in my opinion, people who take people for granted or take opportunities for granted should have to have some punishment of how it feels or what would life be like without having that thing, you know, or having that person within their life. But that's just me. That's probably something I can expound on in the future as well. But I look I, with that even with that mentality, yes, I want to apply it to myself. But I feel as though and maybe maybe I'm getting these other chances because I've shown that I deserve them now that I'm thinking about it because again, I feel like I'm in a testing ground. I feel like I'm in a testing ground and uh, there are certain tests that I've passed, certain tests that I failed that, I, that, I, that, I, that I, certain tests in the future that I'm probably still going to fail certain tests in the future that I've been failing and I finally pass but I think that the reason as to why I'm getting all these other chances is due to the test whatever the test is and I ended up passing said test and the reward was not just a blessing but hey, okay now here's another chance at this Opportunity that you once failed at, right? Or that you once took for granted. Here's another chance at it. So, whatever the reason behind it is, whoever is giving it to me, I'm thankful for it. Number seven, I'm thankful for, I'm thankful of love. And what I mean by that, of love or for love or whatever, I have it written here, it's of love, but. I'm just thankful for the opportunity to still love. I paused because I thought I was going to sneeze again. Um, But this isn't about me getting love. This is about me giving love. I'm thankful that I still want to love people, whether it be in a romantic relationship or just any other type of relationship. I still want to love. No matter how ugly the relationships I've been in and all this other shit, uh, partially due to my fault, other parts not my fault at all. Uh, Other times it was a combination of both. I still am someone, I won't call myself a hopeless romantic, but a romantic I still will say that I am. I just think I'm the individual to where it takes the right type of person to get that out of me, right? Because it's there, but it's not going to be given to each and every single person who who is just, you know, saying the nice things, right? Or it's, it's one of those situations where, like I said, it's giving to deserving people, and I still have that ability to love and to want to give it, and I'm thankful for that because so many people, after failed relationship after failed relationship, especially nowadays, it's like, yeah, we don't. I don't care about connecting with people anymore. I don't want to have a connection, or I say I do. I I say that's what I want, but nobody out here wants that, or this, that, and the third, and I give up hope. And I get that. People are trash. I get that. You know. But I'm still someone who is hopeful and optimistic and got a lot of love to get, you know? Um, like I said, this isn't just relating to uh, romantic relationship. It goes with friendships. It goes with uh, kinship as well for, uh, you know, uh, family members and things. So, yeah. Number eight, art. I am thankful for art. The creative spirit, right? This is another situation to where I feel like... What I was saying before, why I don't feel suicidal at all. Um, Because I feel like I have a purpose now. And through creativity is how I continue to express that purpose and when i say now it doesn't mean i just realized this now it simply just means that in my life right now as of years 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 ago as well that's how i've been feeling i haven't been suicidal since i want to say uh i want to say probably late teens early 20s maybe um. yeah well late teens I kind of want to say late teens Um. that was it was a heavy thing in, as a teenager as a child as well that detailed that too when people act like kids can't be suicidal that's I'm living proof that I was I was a very suicidal kid um, young age at, at that too I'm talking six, seven years old With these thoughts. Nine years old especially. Uh, But yeah. I'll get into that in the future. If I didn't already talk about it. I think I did. But as far as as where I'm at now. And where I've been lately. um, I feel as though I have a purpose. And therefore I don't necessarily want to kill myself. Because. uh, I have a purpose. And through the through the through art and through creativity and creative spirit is how i am able to express my purpose or spread i guess you know spread my purpose or whatever right act on my purpose and i am thankful for that because that is something that ultimately saved my life right that's how i'm gonna put it number nine um that's handwriting i can't even read it at times um i said my ability to feel um for my ability to feel now, i know this isn't just about loving someone this is just having feelings of sorrow anger happiness especially other types of feelings um there's some zombies out here people there's some robots out here. Let me put it that way: zombies, robots. I'm gonna put it as robots. But there's some robots out here, people. And what I mean by that is, I don't mean like actual technology and shit. I mean people out here who simply just don't feel anything. They don't know how to feel. They don't. They don't feel anything at all. And there are certain moments where I am on my robot status. But then I feel like those moments are if not swiftly combated with the human in me they are eventually the human does come out and the human is like what are you doing this is this is wrong or this is right or you feel this way or you're not this individual you're not a robot you know you're a human being you know And you got these emotions and and these feelings. And that is perfectly fine. And you're perfectly fine to feel that way, right? But yeah, there's some robots out there, people. There's some people who just straight up in relationships. And they're taking orders. And and they they don't, you know. To to me, I'm looking at it. And I'm like, I wouldn't be happy in a situation like this. So why the fuck are you happy in a situation like this? The person isn't happy nor sad but in a sense it is kind of sad because it's like they they've given up feeling because they felt as though whenever they felt their feelings were invalidated their feelings got got in a situation to where people who were undeserving of them anyways walked out of their life and they didn't want to be lonely therefore they take on this idea this 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 robot like i said they take on this identity of a robot I don't feel anything, then people will not walk out of my life. I will be of use to people and they would need me just like I need them because I need to have that human connection and they need me for whatever they're getting from me and they're using me like a robot. So that's what I mean by that. But I am thankful for the ability to do the opposite of that. To say okay even if I want to have this human connection with this individual they want to use me like a robot and I don't want to be used I'm a human being and even if it means being alone for me to be valued I am willing to do that I've shown many a times and I feel as though that's still going to be the case with me I've shown many a times I'm willing to be alone and valued rather than be in a relationship and not be valued the way that I feel as though I should be valued. Number 10, speaking of value, money. I'm thankful for money. Money, cryptocurrency, just money in general. Uh, you know, to the anti-capitalists out there, I'm sorry. I can I cannot. God bless me. <laughs> I bless the money too but no i can understand where the anti-capitalists are coming from right the uglies of capitalism or just money or whatever right i'm i'm still one of those individuals who has this mindset of people are evil and it's not the money that turns people evil it's them becoming who they really are you know what i'm saying just as much as we have examples of people who just seem as though they changed because of money change in quotation marks you have people who stayed the same and they have money and that's because the money if they were who they were no matter when they were broke rich whatever to the people who quote unquote change because of money like I said they just became more of who they are they didn't have the money they didn't have the opportunity to show you that they are this scumbag of an individual but now that they have the money we're being exposed to who they really are so I say I'm thankful for money because it it does a lot for us you know (laughs) It's the world we live in, it's the country we live in. It's 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 how we survive, it's how I'm able to pay rent in this shitty ass apartment. It's how it's how I'm able to get food for this shitty ass apartment. It's how I'm able to dress clothes on this sexy ass body. It's how I'm able to get equipment in. Buy shitty ass phones, but you know, get equipment nonetheless to record this wonderful podcast. <laughs> so I'm just saying I I look at money differently in regards to human behavior than probably most people but I get it I get the woes and the ills of capitalism I'm not going to act like they're not a thing but what I'm also not going to do is say well nobody should have money because look at all this crazy shit that happened Nah. um so there is that thankful for money and i'd be really thankful if you just hit the link in the description box below and uh donate a little some 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 or at least bought something from the store by the way earnest thoughts podcast merch in the description box below as well check it out nets after money i'm thankful for friends um I know I've said plenty of times on this podcast, I don't have friends. That's just me being, you know, an asshole cynic or whatever. I got friends, people. I have friends. My friends are in other countries, other states, other places. Hell, I even got friends in the same state. <laughs> so, you know, in North Carolina, uh, it's it's really nice to move somewhere where there was uh, even, even uh, prior to moving here, I was connected with those great individuals and now I'm here. I'm able to see those great individuals, you know, and I have friends y'all. Yay. (laughs) But shout out to them and I'm thankful for that. Um, Number 12 opportunity. I'm thankful for opportunity. Uh, This was kind of like on the second chances uh, tip, but just opportunity in general whether it be a first chance or a second chance, um, just the opportunity to do, you know, something for my career, do something for my life, do something in general that I haven't done before. I'm thankful for said opportunity because um, whether it's even, even opportunities where I look back and I'm like, I would not want to spend my life doing it. I've learned something about myself and whatever that task was, uh, doing set that opportunity, so, yeah, it's something that I would like to, and with all of them, I can apply this stuff to my life to make it to where I like doing it, rather than just doing it because it was a job, you know, 13, I'm thankful for the wins and losses, I know this sounds like Meek Mill over here, but, For real, I'm thankful for the wins and the losses in my life. Uh, As far as, you know, personal losses and personal wins, right? Uh, The wins make me feel good. Um, and, And this might be another cliche, but you do learn more from losing than you do winning. Winning just makes you feel good. I don't learn anything from when I win. I just feel good and there's nothing wrong with feeling good. But I th- when I win, when I have a win, it's like, "Yay, this really feels good." But I didn't learn anything. I just kept doing what I was doing. I won. It feels nice. That eventually that that high eventually goes down, right? And then I'm down to stillness, right? It doesn't go down as in in Sadness and everything like I go from Happy to sad no it goes from Super happy cause I won To okay I'm content You know I'm neither happy or Sad at this moment right But I do feel something not that I don't Feel anything I'm not a robot at this Moment but it's I'm neither Upset or you know Super ecstatic about Whatever life is like right now I'm just focused At you know what's going on at the moment what life is right now and with losses as i was saying before it might be a cliche to some of y'all that you learn from losses but you actually do learn from losses um whenever i suffer an l personally i look at what was the reason how it became a thing how can i avoid it um and that's why I'm thankful for those times because had it been all wins like I said it just would have been all highs and then I wouldn't learn anything else and also nobody wins all the time without having losses it's just impossible to win, 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 win because in order to win you have to learn from the losses you have to learn what was the reason why this loss happened and f- through there that's when you can decide or learn how to prevent those losses from happening you know now people, so the, to the people who lose, lose, lose all the damn time it's because they don't learn I say you can learn from losses I'm going to say it happens all the time I'm one of those individuals where I've continued to lose in certain areas because I still haven't learned And even in the past with the things that I've won recently or whatever, I was losing at a long, long time ago because I still wasn't learning, right? So you can learn from losses. You can't learn from winning. But not everybody does learn from losses. So don't listen to this and you're like, well, I'm always losing. I haven't learned anything. That's because you're not trying to learn anything. You're not learning anything from these losses because you're not looking at these losses and saying, what can I learn from this loss? You're looking at it and you're being sad and down about it. And that's okay too. Feel your feelings. But learn from it. If you really don't want to feel that way anymore, you have to learn from, okay, what Made this outcome happen. And how can I prevent this outcome from happening. But if you just. Cry woe is me. Woe is me. Woe is me. You're not learning anything. Alright. Next on the list. Music. Now I'm thankful for music. Because. Music is really 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 important in my life. You know. This is not just some form of entertainment for me. It's it could be a form of expression but it is a it is it's a it's an energy setter setter it's an energy booster it is it it's it's a mover you know um how can i put this it's it keeps me moving and i don't mean simply just dancing but it just keeps me in a constant state of sharpness and movement. And and when I... Yeah, there are times where I listen to music and I'm just melding out and everything. But even when I am laying there, right? I'm laying down, chilling, watching, listening to music, eyes closed. My mind is still moving. My mental state is still moving. And in those moments... Those tend to be the most wonderful moments I've ever experienced in my life, man. Uh, just when you're just like, even if you're not physically moving, you are, and your mind is moving, and you can, just just beauty happens because of that. And I attribute that to music, you know? You can call it meditation, whatever you want to call it, music meditation. I attribute that to music, and without music that would be really hard for me to do you know um, I don't know if I'm gonna I'm not gonna say it would be it wouldn't be possible but it'd be really difficult for me to do and plus music is just that damn great who wants to live without music even people with shitty music taste can't live without music right? and I wouldn't want them to listen to your shitty ass music <laughs> Number 15, we have energy that fuels. I am thankful for energy that fuels. What I mean by that, I'm branching off of music music is a form of energy that fuels me, right? Any other type of energy that fuels, whether that be food, yeah, there are physical energy boosters that fuel you. And I'm not talking energy drinks like blankety-blank and blankety-blank, and I said blankety-blank because no one's getting a free shout out over here sponsor this podcast, and you'll get your energy drink, uh, name read on the podcast, but, you know, blankety-blank and blankety-blank, I'm not talking about them, I'm talking, when I say food, I'm talking about literally food, you know, like cornbread, chicken sandwiches, pizza, eggs, fruits, vegetables, you know, you yeah, I'm sorry, Greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, all that, right? Chickens, 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 and chickens. You name it, all that. Food, but energy that fuels. This water that I'm drinking. Energy that fuels. Even other energies out there. You know, positive energies especially, because it fuels. Even negative ones, though. (laughs) bless me negative energy can fuel if you're angry and let's just say this anger causes you to want to make a change you know you see you see uh, environmentalists be super angry because they really want things to change this is an energy that is fueling them to want to make a positive change you know when people when they when they riot you know right being the voice of the voiceless it's people who are using this energy that might be a negative one to some folks but it is fuels fueling people to want to make a positive change so that's why i'm thankful for that because i can feel those energies 16 I have the kid in me. I am thankful for the kid in me. Um, I really started to take notice of the kid in me when once I turned 30. It was okay, you're a grown man, but you don't necessarily want to lose your childlike essence or the childlike essence, not your childlike essence. I don't have a childlike. I hope I don't. I hope people are listening to this right now like I'm listening to this fucking kid. Now, at some moments I think it's it is it is a detriment cuz you got people who are clearly younger than me thinking that I am younger than them or thinking that I'm of the same age or therefore they could just call me kid or I can I I they can relate to me or whatever the reason is and then i just gotta let them know hold on nigga i'm not i'm not no young dude like you so yeah play them games with them not me um but i don't want to be super i'm an adult and i do i mean the things that i enjoyed as a kid video games especially you know uh watching certain animations, right? Not everything, but, you know, things of that nature. These are the things that I love about myself and I still want to keep, and I'm thankful that they're still there within me, even as a 30-year-old. 17. The God in me. Now I know that's probably another one that people are, they're gonna take offense to. Um... And I truly believe that there is a God in me as well. I'm not saying I'm the almighty God. I'm not saying I'm Jesus. I'm not saying I'm bigger than the universe, bigger than, as I've stated before, I said I wouldn't be nothing without my spiritual guides, right? Uh, if, 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 If I thought I was bigger than my spiritual guides then I wouldn't have made that common hell. I wouldn't be saying I had spiritual guides if I thought I was bigger than they are, They, were, they are right? Uh, I'm not bigger than my spiritual guides, not the physical ones, not the spiritual ones. But there is a God in me that I have to... Once I live up to that potential, man, it's it's like... I feel like that's when life is really, really, really going to be good. You know, um, there's a God in me that needs to come out uh, and need to be expressed on the outside all the time. Right. And I'm thankful for that guy because I can tell you from experience, I really, really, really love that person. I really idolize the fuck out of that person, man. Such a great person. <laughs> Such a great guy. Anyways. 18. I have the drive. Um, not like a physical drive. I hate driving, but you know, I guess once I get a car, I, I I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be thankful for. Her. <laughs> that might that's literally gonna be on the list. Once I finally get a car. It's gonna be I'm thankful for this car I got, because man, public transportation out here sucks. But The drive meaning that I'm thankful for me still having that creative spirit uh, and still wanting better for myself, you know, 30 years old, I could, I could easily say, you know what, I haven't achieved the things that I set out, I wanted to achieve for myself in my early 20s, and I still haven't achieved these things, or life isn't as I Probably thought I would be at 30 years old when I was or at when I was like 18 or even 15. I'm giving up. I'm going this regular route because I'm giving up. Right? Nah. I still have the drive that I have uh, for me to want the type of life that I imagine for myself. Uh, a lot of people, younger, older, same age as me. Who can't say that? They don't have that. Um, and it's sad. It's sad to, to... To me, at least. To see that... There are people who just lost that because... Of failure or... You know, people telling them things and all that. Um, but hey. I'm glad I still got it. What's next? I gotta open this damn book again. My bad. We're almost done, folks. That was 18, right? Yeah, that was 18. So, 19. My past. Now, why I am saying I'm thankful for my past, I don't got the perfect past. I mean, I've detailed my imperfections on here. Um, And there are definitely moments that I have regrets, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't have regrets, I'm not one of those individuals that's like, everything, well, I do believe everything happens for a reason, but that does not mean you can't regret those things happening, you know, Uh, but I'm great, I'm thankful for my past because going based off of the testing ground that I feel as though I'm in right now. Had those things not happened, had those failures, even those successes not happened, um, mainly failures, because, like I said, you learn from the failures. The wins are just, you know, uh, okay, I'm happy I won. Um, I don't want to downplay wins. Let me put it this way, right? You cannot learn, or at least with me. You don't learn as much from wins, but what you can do is think back at them. I'm not saying for every win you get, forget it, right? You can look back at wins and say to yourself, you know what? This this one time I won at something and this felt good. And at moments where you're doubting yourself and you think you can never achieve something or you're just not good enough thinking back at wins will boost you the hell up and again this is me speaking from experience you will you you will realize how great you are and how dope you are really and how very capable of success you are because you're because of those wins you know not everybody wins that shit. In order to win at anything, you have to be good enough. So if you've won at something before, that's because you was good enough. <laughs> Therefore, look, take those wins and don't be so big headed to the point where you're like, I'm, you know, I've got all these wins, or I've gotten this win, so you know i'm good but you are good enough to win again simple as that how that pertains to my past like i said um i learn from the losses and i'm grateful for the ability to learn from said losses the wins i look back at the wins and i say to myself i am good enough because you cannot win without being good enough you know and I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for that. Um, number 20, getting down to the wire. The teachers and the mentors. So I know one might say, okay, you're spiritual guides again. You're thanking them again. Teachers, mentors are not necessarily what I would consider spiritual guides. These are people who spiritual guides do teach. Mentors can teach. But I feel as though that... God bless me. That's what I feel. But the teachers and the mentors were there to show me that it can be done. Whatever that it is. Spiritual guides are much deeper than living proof or... You know whatever of this can be done spiritual guides can are motivators to some sort and teachers and mentors are motivators obviously but these are people who have achieved something especially mentors these are people who have achieved something even if it's something that i don't necessarily want to get into a field or whatever but the simple fact of the matter is that they did it following their dreams and I can do the same thing as well. That's the thing that I take away from them. And I'm really thankful for because they are living proof. You know, it, I ain't the only person that's just living proof. They are living proof that they can follow their dreams and they can do things. They can achieve the things that they want to achieve, whatever that it is. So thankful for that. And last but certainly not least... I'm thankful for the supporters, the fans, you. I don't have a little name for, you know, what I want to call y'all. I know people got names for their fan bases or whatever. Um, I know some people don't like the word fan. They're like, oh, y'all a family. I'm going to call y'all family because if if it wasn't for y'all and y'all, if you do want to call yourself family, me, I hold words. To a deep meaning I'm all for people who want to be you know part of my family or want to consider me family but it's more than just a word to me it's a feeling and it is done through actions of course and all that so if you want to be family right if you want you and I to be fam there needs to be more than just, I simply listen to your podcast, because not even my own family does that. So, yeah, you know, if you want to be part of fam, don't listen to the podcast, but I don't want you to not listen to the podcast. So, if that means not being family, then go ahead, don't be family. But no, in all seriousness, um, I don't know what to call y'all, I, but I just, that's why I go off the base words of supporters. Uh, fans, listeners but I am appreciative of y'all thankful for y'all you know I still really really get excited when I upload a podcast episode and within the first two minutes it's already gotten like ten listens you know I don't know if people are listening or fooling through I still don't even know who my base are I just know my demographics because of what the numbers say Numbers say most of my listeners are in the US and they're mostly adults. I'm happy with that (laughs) in general because I don't want no damn kids listening to me. Obviously, I would like to be more world renowned, but one of my podcasts, you know, it grew tremendously in Brazil, I believe it was back in 2020. So it's like, I'm I'm international, but. My thing is wherever you are, however old you are, even if you're not like, you know, of my age or whatever, um, I'm thankful for your listening. I'm thankful for the people who do listen to this podcast, um, whether you let it be known or not, uh, because I feel as though the people who do listen to this podcast, they're just regular people like myself who they, you know, I'm someone who doesn't necessarily reach out to, I listen to podcasts, you know, Um, Yeah, I'm a fan or supporter or whatever of a lot of other people as well, but I don't necessarily reach out to them and be like, yo, I love you, I love this, I love that, sometimes I do it when I feel compelled to, but I don't feel compelled to most of the time, (laughs) I don't. That does not mean I don't have love or I don't have or don't like what I'm hearing or whatever, it's just I'm the type of listener where it's like I want to have that listener, you know speaker connection with you and stuff and if I want something more than, you know or deeper or whatever the case is then I will make an attempt to do so but I don't mind just having that listener or speaker connection, you know uh, because you provide something uh, for me that I'm Thankful for. So even if that is the case with the people who do listen to my podcast, I'm still thankful for for it. I I you know I would love for anyone to come out and say, Hey, I do this, I, I listen to your podcast, I, I enjoy this, this, that, and the third. Um, but hey, you don't have to. You're listening in general, and that's why I always say, Hey. You know, I would love for you to subscribe, your, your, you share the episode, and donate, and hit the links and all that. All this stuff does support me. But your listening, general, to me, is like the biggest, is the thing that I'm really most happy about. As someone who started a podcast years ago, started on on soundcloud and y'all know the story if y'all are avid listeners of course started on soundcloud wasn't getting more than two <laughs> listens and was thinking damn nobody cares about me no one wants to hear what the hell i gotta say now i know going from 10 to uh, from going from 2 to 10 and i only said 10 within the first two minutes so i didn't say that was the uh, uh, the most amount of views i've ever gotten on 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 a podcast that's no gotten a lot more than 10 But, you know, all I'm saying is, you know, simply just being heard, simply just knowing that people are listening to this podcast and my other podcasts as well, that makes me feel good. And I'm thankful for the people who do so on a yearly basis every single year, uh, who listen to this podcast, whether you're a brand new listener or you've been here for quite some time or for however long you've been here i'm thankful for you so i hope your thanksgiving was a really nice one i'll try to (laughs) remember to do an episode like this in the future before thanksgiving um but you know uh to be honest with you, I wasn't really in the Thanksgiving spirit. Uh, I'll probably detail that in the future, but yeah, um, as far as celebrating it, let me put it out of Um way, because I was away from family, but um, yeah, hopefully your Thanksgiving or your day, whatever you want to call it, your holiday was great, it was good, um, hopefully your holidays coming up are great days. Appreciate you for listening. It's been another episode of the earnest thoughts podcast with your host, Ernest. You love Ernest, same guy, different name. Timestamps in the description box below. You know the deal. Links in the description box. You know the deal if you've been here. If you're a fan, share this episode, share the podcast out, subscribe. If you are not subscribed, be like one of the Great individuals who subscribe to the podcast wherever they subscribe to this podcast. And uh yeah. Do all of that <laughs> till that stop until that's episode. Stay black if you are black, stay beautiful. Black lives matter. LGBTQIA lives matter. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And you matter. And I'm out. Peace.